This episode of Tea Time is brought to you by our presenting sponsor and my favorite beer, Bud Light. It's summertime, and that means it's time to get outside and enjoy the warm weather with some crisp, refreshing Bud Lights. Bud Light has the perfect summer lineup with my favorite Bud Light Lime and Bud Light Orange, which I just tried. It's really good, and they are both brewed with real citrus peels. And then new and just in time for summer is Bud Light Lemon Tea, brewed with real lemon peels and tea leaves. It's the ideal drink for summer, but it's only here for a limited time, so get it before it's gone. And to really get you in the summer spirit, Bud Light is giving everyone the chance to win the getaway of a lifetime. You can win two tickets aboard a VIP cruise to the Bahamas this summer, featuring a live performance by Jake Owen and, of course, plenty of Bud Light. For a chance to win, simply post your Bud Light summertime photos using the hashtags Real Enough to Get Away and hashtag Bud Light Contest on Facebook and Instagram. See BudLight.com slash Real Enough to Get Away for more details. Imagine a world where no one remembers the Beatles, except you. From the director of Slumdog Millionaire and the writer of Love Actually comes a rock and roll comedy about music, dreams, friendship, and the long, winding road that leads to the love of your life. Yesterday, now playing in theaters. And welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we're talking about what is going on with the Hills new beginnings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're also talking about the Ringer's top 100 culture moments from 2019 so far. And then we have a whole not worth the tea section saved just for Kardashian. News. They're doing the most this week. Yeah, yeah, a lot not worth the tea. Yeah. Every time you hear the bell, we have to change topics no matter what. And now let's spill that tea. First category is Tea Time Checks In With. We got a lot in this category. We're going to cover a lot of different people, uh-huh. but everybody's just doing something uh-huh. in the summertime season. <laughs> uh, the first one is Amanda Bynes. This is some good news, Amelia. Yeah, she graduated from the Fashion Institute in L.A. She looks great. She has some pink in her hair. She, you know, graduated. That's exciting. She's yeah. thriving. Yeah, she really is. So She's I'm, got friends as classmates. She, She's taking pictures. Exactly. With people. Great. Happy for her. Ha- really happy for her. Love it. Speaking of graduating, Jenny Slate is being Jenny Slate, and I have a love and mostly hate relationship with her. Really? I think she's just like, you know, cutesy for the sake of being oh, cutesy. I love and this, her. And this falls under that category. She gave a commencement speech uh, at an elementary school with one single person <laughs> Wait, graduating. Wait, did we talk about this? Did we? We did. It was when Liz was gone. Oh, my God. I'm so glad that you found this on your own. <laughs> you guys talked about Jenny. Did, did you not just- listen to the podcast when you were gone? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wait, Literally. <laughs> She gave a graduation speech to one person to off one the coast person. of Massachusetts. Yeah, and she's like done it before. She like oh, she also has? gave their siblings speech. Uh, oh my god, this what? is thrilling. She said the student said she didn't even know who Jenny Slate was. She wanted Oprah or Michelle Obama. <gasps> okay, well you what's well, happens when you are the single person in your graduating class? I you get Jenny Slate. I don't like Jenny Let's Slate. Listen to our podcast about Aww. this for um, more information. I like Jenny Slate. Okay, we're also checking with Jeremy Renner. We are. Okay, so you know the Avengers are moving on. They have to find out what to do sort of in a post-Avengers Endgame world. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Renner has pivoted to music. Okay. He tweeted and released, said, coming soon, released this what looks like extremely self-taped montage of him playing piano and singing. And it's like supposed to be meme I think. Like it's supposed to be like 
funny and viral, et cetera. We kind of compared it to the Jessica Chastain boob yeah. horse oh, video. Yeah. Where My it's favorite like, video online. It's, yeah, it's like literally made to go viral and like yeah. be stupid. And he's like totally made over his Twitter. He has like black and white, like singing pictures. He has a link to his YouTube page. Wow. So apparently he's going to drop an album. He does have a decent singing voice. But, like, I don't want a Jeremy Renner album. You don't want a Jeremy Renner album. Also, per Danny Heifetz, who is the lone person that I know who <laughs> is active on the Jeremy Renner app. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he yeah, said, yes. quote, the Jeremy Renner app is buzzing. And that is not the Ew. first time he said that. Ew, Danny Heifetz. <laughs> um, next people we're checking in with. Chris Pratt and Kevin Schwarzenegger are on their honeymoon. We've extensively mm-hmm. covered their wedding now. They're on to the next chapter of their marital lives. They're in Hawaii, which Ooh. don't mean to be— mean but if you're like an a-list celebrity and then a the spawn of an a-list celebrity and also have your own dog podcast go somewhere besides hawaii <laughs> yeah. for your honeymoon really i like hawaii go to the maldives amelia okay i'm sorry <laughs> hawaii i don't know like i can go yeah. to hawaii somebody <gasps> somebody in like the who weekly facebook group was like hey my friend is also honeymooning at their hotel and like saw them swimming in the pool oh that's kind of cool like don't go to a fancy oh, hotel okay. get your own island Thank you for bringing it up, Kate. This is why we're checking in with them. I was reading this article. I was rolling my eyes at there in Hawaii. This was on JustJared.com, as I do all the time. (laughs) And I originally just, like, browsed by this sentence. And then I was like, you know what? What the hell is happening? He goes, Chris Pratt was seen swimming in the pool with goggles on and eating French fries. Chris Pratt is 40 years old. Why are you swimming with goggles in a swimming pool? Wait, is (laughs) he eating French fries in the swimming pool? No, Amelia, those two things are different, but he's wearing <laughs> goggles. You could. Wow. Why are none of you bothered by this? Why? He's athletic. People yeah. swim with goggles I don't on. Know. He's in a pool in a laps. hotel. Working off the well, french fries. Maybe he has like eye irritation problems. He's in a public pool. No, no, pool. no. You two aren't going to normalize this for <gasps> me. Chris Pratt. People swim with goggles, Elizabeth. <laughs> oh, my Do God. Do you, Catherine? No, but I don't swim. <laughs> That's a different issue. Okay. okay. Goggles Bye. are normal. <laughs> Next one. Next one. Okay. Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello, right again, like as always, right after we recorded last week, came out with a new song, Senorita. Honestly, it's pretty good. The song is good. The music video is bad. They're like all up on each other in this music video. Zoe Simmons agree- yes. disagrees. Listen to For Realsies. Yeah, you guys <laughs> talked about this on For Realsies. But my take is that people are like trying to turn them into like a thing. And mm-hmm. Camila Cabello just broke up with her boyfriend this mm. week. And I think they're trying to make them into like the tween Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. Mm. Like they're just friends. They're not dating, but they're trying to make people think that they're dating. And sure. so it's like this big... Thing where like they timed the news of her breakup yeah. to this music video. Yeah. These all these like shots of them rehearsing together and going back and forth. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. If you watch a Senorita music video, there is not a single ounce of chem- like sexual no. chemistry <laughs> really or isn't. tension between the there two of them. Not. They're both extremely attractive people. Yeah. And I watched it and I was like, you're both beautiful people who are like not in love. Right. Yeah. And will never be in love. Agreed. <laughs> Speaking of breakups, Dua Lipa just broke up with her on and off again boyfriend Isaac a couple weeks ago. But she's been seen cozying up to Gigi and Bella Hadid's 20-year-old brother, Anwar. Uh-huh. And he is a model and also just in the—he's just like an it mm-hmm. boy, as they call it. <laughs> um, an it boy. They call it as of two seconds ago when you said that. I just trademarked <laughs> that. Uh, she went to his birthday party, and they were cozying up. And then, important to note, on a private Instagram video, this was just reported that she was next to him 
while everyone is singing happy birthday, which, as you know, is a very important spot. That is prime real estate. You, like, got to be extremely close or, like, in a relationship with the person as someone's singing happy birthday. I've definitely been at a birthday party where I've sat by, like, the birthday person and they're singing. And I'm like, I don't, I should not be in this spot. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I should be a few spots down. Absolutely. It's too much stress. You're looking at them. You know, you're in every video and picture. You got to be like, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's got a crazy track record. He's been seen hooking up with Kendall Jenner. Yeah. Girlfriend Nicola Pelt is like this beautiful, also socialite. He's doing really well. He literally just turned 20. That's I know. impressive that his track record is I know. so long She's already. She's 23, and I guess Isaac was That's, a bit older, yeah. and that was one of their problems, is they're very different mm. places. In Honestly, like, I would be into Dua Lipa getting into, like, that circle of friends. Agreed. I feel like she's, she's cool. fun and cool, and I like she her. Seem Agreed. Cool. Yeah. God bless them both. Wow, we burned through that, actually. <laughs> yeah. Great work. Uh, unusual for tea time. <laughs> Very. Uh, next category is This Week in Social Media. Kate, you go first. Sophie Turner, Joe Jonas, Wedding Watch. They are getting married at some point in the following week, I think probably this weekend, in France. Uh, Sophie, they've been seen like flying in, etc. Some great airport fashion by Sophie, but yes. nobody would have really known when the wedding was coming, if not for Dr. Phil. <laughs> um, Sophie Turner shared a picture of them on Instagram with the flag, French flag emoji, and said, like, French me, but it was, like, the flag emoji. Anyway, they were clearly in France. Rumors were they were going to get married in France this summer. Dr. Phil comments and goes, easy now, one week to go. Ha! See you at the wedding. Shut up. It's like your dad doing that. You know, Seriously. like, your parent would blow it. Dr. He's just Phil. like everybody's dad. Yeah, so everyone was like, wow, Diplo ruined their privacy for their first wedding, and now <laughs> yeah. Dr. Phil has ruined their privacy for their second wedding. Not who I thought was going to ruin their it's wedding. It's not. You know? um, is this a sign? Is this a sign? What? Of the, what? Of that, like, maybe they shouldn't be together? <laughs> you're really you're really looking for that. I just, I just, I'm sorry. Okay. It's okay. I'm very excited to see pictures from their wedding. Yeah. And I'm assuming this weekend, so we'll report back after it happens yes. next week. Yes. Okay, next thing, Amelia. What is going on with Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul, they both posted to Twitter and Instagram and maybe Facebook. I, I, I don't follow their Facebook pages. Um, <laughs> but they they did a, a, like this like sepia kind of tone photo of two like mules side by side with the caption soon. Hey. So I don't know what this means. Yeah, I feel like people had a bunch of theories, thought it was like a Breaking, Breaking Bad, Bad reunion. Yeah. yeah. Have any of you—okay, I'm going to expose those. Have any of us seen all of Breaking Bad or any of Breaking Bad? Yes. You have. Uh-huh. Have you? The last season got too scary. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Okay, that's not bad, though. That's better than I thought yeah. our percentage would be. I have not seen it at all. At all? Oh, it's really yeah. good. I know. I have a weird reason for why I haven't. I'll tell you later off mic. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I have no idea. I don't like I don't like that. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I don't know. Well, and I was thinking because they're mules. Uh-huh. Aren't oh, there— Drug mules. Drug mules? And aren't there mules in um, Albuquerque? Yes, is that yes. where Breaking Bad is? Set? Yes, yeah. right. Yeah, I think Do we so I think there's going to be a spin-off yeah, yeah. franchise. I don't think there's going to be a spinoff, but maybe like a movie. Yeah. Ooh. Calling it yeah. out. Also, they're like best friends. Or like, they're like so close. Right, yeah. I right, really right, like right. the two of them together. They have a cute presence. Weirdly, on social media, this is like completely <laughs> in the other direction. <laughs> April Love Geary, who is the fiance of Robin Thicke. Wait, I thought they got married. Okay. The wife of sorry, Robin Thicke. Posted, sorry, we're not up to date on Robin Thicke's love life. <laughs> yeah, but please. In the year of our Lord 2019. <laughs> she posted an Instagram story of her giving her 16-month-old daughter Flaming Hot Cheetos. And she was like, like really putting them back. What? 
And this is bad. She got a lot of flack. A lot of people came out and were like, you absolutely cannot give your toddler, like baby, flaming Hot Cheetos. It's really bad for your stomach. Did she not learn from little Zan? That's exactly what I was just going to say. That's in Do my you notes. remember that? Little yeah. Zan yeah. ripped his stomach open <laughs> last year from eating too many flaming Hot Cheetos. This is a baby. This is a baby. <laughs> what is going on? Child I Protective Services? I know. So then she got a lot of flack. Obviously, she read it. April, who, by the way, is 24 years old, so this explains her response. She goes, we're here for a good time, not a long time. Oh, <laughs> my God! That's <laughs> That's actually wild. I know. Wait, wow. I know. can we get CPA to check on these people? <laughs> oh like, God. oh, my God. I Wait, where's know. Robin Thicke? I don't know. He's old. He, I don't know where he is. I don't know. Anyway, that was on social media. Also, <laughs> well, well, we're going to keep up with that. Yeah, because we, are. we really are. That sounds dangerous. We'll be checking in next week on yeah. that. She'll be in our first category. <laughs> this next one. Okay, Liz likes to assign me things in a doc without telling me. Just put them in there. Turn them my color. So I did that to her this week. Liz, what are you sharing with us? I'm going to tell you about merits. Which is spelled M-A-R-R-O-T-S, and that stands for meat carrots. (laughs) So this is a new product that Arby's is trying out. Arby's, for the record, their slogan is, we have the meats. (laughs) So they, of course, turned what should be a vegetable. Uh, They made it out of meat. It's a rolled up turkey breast, oven roasted with a carrot glaze. Oven roasted, okay. (laughs) It looks like a carrot. It doesn't taste like a carrot. Anyway, did some research because I take this podcast very seriously. And Fast Company talked to Arby's CMO, Jim Taylor, and he said, this is so sweet. He goes, I'm so excited. You're the first person I've talked to about this. So immediately I was like, Jim Taylor, you seem like an amazing guy. Here was his reasoning for merits. People love meat already. What Americans have a harder time with is enjoying vegetables. So we said, if they can make meat out of vegetables, why can't we make vegetables out of meat? Oh. We're going to introduce to the world a category we call vegetables. We've applied for a trademark. Our first vegetable is going to be the merit. Unbelievable. So this is just like being tested out, you guys. It's not at current Arby's, so don't like run there. You know, I know yeah. you want it. Okay. Uh, but again, we'll just keep tabs on the merit. <laughs> what? I just like— what? It's just to troll like, like the impossible burger. Yeah, and also I feel like stuff. the internet has just opened up for yeah. new horrible ideas yes. that shouldn't have yes. never yes. thought of ever. Correct. Kate, how did I do? Liz, you did so great. <laughs> okay, great. Now do the next one. Incredible. All right. It's a huge week. It's the one year anniversary of BDE. Wow. Time flies, you guys. It really does. <laughs> one year ago this week, Allison P. Davis posted on The Cut an essay that would change everything. Mm-hmm. The title was, You Know He Got That Big Dick <laughs> Get through it, Kate. I can hear Kaya giggling across the room. I can't do it. I'm just going to move on. Um, it was an article about Pete Davidson and his appeal to Ariana Grande. Uh-huh. And essentially just BDE and just the phenomenon <laughs> and which celebrities have it, which celebrities don't. Yeah. Uh, it became a whole viral thing. Mm-hmm. Very important mm-hmm. to all of us at Tea Time, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, we try to live every day. In the principles of BDE. Yeah. And, yeah. I think it's still a way we describe a lot of male and female celebrities. Yeah. Still currently. It has definitely just, like, entered the lexicon. Yeah. yeah. 
Completely. Yeah. yeah. People still use it as just like commonplace kind of how to describe someone if you have charisma, if you have confidence, whatever. Right. And and, and that you use the acronym, so it's like— It's right. in our lexicon right. now. For right. sure. Happy anniversary, BDE. Yeah. I hope you live happy a long, happy life. <laughs> Me too. Uh, last thing in social media— Ugh, you guys. Kate <laughs> Hallowell at Kate Hallowell on Twitter. Wow. <laughs> viral again. She's done it before. This time, not for the reasons I like. I like when she goes viral when she gets roasted into the <laughs> wow. stratosphere. Unfortunately, everyone was in support of her. Uh, Kate, explain why you went viral. I did literally nothing. This is Six the easiest hours viral ago. tweet I've ever had. I literally just, this popped up from a fan account, and I did the thing where you tweet the video, mm-hmm. kind of like a quote tweet. And I was like, Jake Gyllenhaal's Sean Paul is good take is the best thing I've ever seen. Tweeted wow. this video of Jake Gyllenhaal on BBC One talking about how Sean Paul is great with Tom Holland. <laughs> and it just really resonated with people. It did. People <laughs> loved it. And then it's great. So check out the tweet. And then an important follow-up that Allison Herman pointed out, <laughs> which God bless you, Allison, for doing this. Uh, the second tweet, you know how someone goes viral and they're like, hey, check out my SoundCloud. Or like, hey, yes. our healthcare system sucks. Like, here's a GoFundMe. Please help <laughs> yeah. me. Kate chose this opportunity to plug the ringer.com. And we're going to touch Model on this employee. later on the pod. But we're doing this 100 Best Moments in Culture from the year of 2019. And she plugged this article. So, Kate, you're an outstanding student. Thank you. I just don't have a SoundCloud. So. <laughs> right. This that is makes the sense. next best thing. Got it. You guys are forgetting the most important part. What? Sean Paul retweeted you. Oh, yeah, he oh did. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. He retweeted me, and then he faved my reply to him saying, thank you, Sean. I agree. That's <laughs> incredible. What would we do That's without incredible. you? Thank yeah. you. <laughs> You're right. Oh, yeah. Kate, you got the Sean wait, Paul Wait, wait, wait. We have to say what he said, actually. Oh, wait, All wait. caps, he said, <laughs> dramatic greeting time, give tanks and bless <laughs> So, oh, we didn't need to Jake, do that accent. Hashtag mad people ting day should know. Okay. And I'm not doing, I'm bell, not doing that accent. The he just has, he spelled tanks, T-A-N-X. How else am I supposed to say it? You know it's bad oh. when Amelia starts calling for the bell. She's always the first one. Sorry, guys. This went south really quickly. Okay. <laughs> We're pulling ourselves back together. We are. For important, hard-hitting news. kind of sad news. Kind of, yeah. I More guess depending on like how you think about people's lives. Uh, this is Tea Time Watches The Hills New Beginning. All yeah. of us, including Kaya, so chime in please with your thoughts. Watch the first episode of The Hills Reboot. It's free on MTV.com if it you want to watch. It is. Everybody's now in like their mid-30s, a lot of divorces, some marriages, some babies. Uh, and we watched it. I did not watch the original Hills. That was like a little bit out of my range. Same. I didn't watch it either. And I didn't watch Laguna Beach. I was in LA. I don't know. Oh, I, w- I watched both <laughs> Okay, good. So you'll have the history context for this. Right. Kate and I are kind of... did you watch The Hills? I think I caught like an episode here and there, yeah. but I was never like a devoted fan. Right. Got it. So we're kind of starting with, besides you, Amelia, with fresh eyes yes. on this whole thing. Kate, we're going to go first with you. What are your top level thoughts on this? First of all, the acting was just atrocious. <laughs> I know the whole thing with The Hills is like it's fake and like yeah. you know it's fake and like it's staged. But I, there were certain exchanges where I was like, I cannot believe I'm watching this. Really? What stood out to you? Just every now and then, they would just say things where I was like, people don't talk like that. I've never—no yeah. one in the world has ever said that sentence. Yeah. Also, Pamela Anderson cameo. Huge. She saged uh, her son's house. She uh-huh. did. She did. Also, I loved their conversation where she was like, I'm so proud of you. This house is so great. And he was like, I paid for everything myself, blah, blah. And he goes—and it's a beautiful—it's like obviously somewhere in the hills, uh-huh. multiple yeah. stories— 
renovated everywhere. And freaking guy was like, yeah, I paid for everything myself. I was cut off at a young age. Like, you know, I get some acting gigs. I get some modeling. I, I like, scrape it together. And I'm like, oh, okay. you asshole. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> so hard being the son of Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson. Right. right. Okay. Also love Misha Barton. She was added to the cast. And she was. so weird. So I watched The O.C., so I did know her from oh, that. okay. Season one of The O.C. is iconic. It is. It's exceptional. And I, Misha Barton, terrible actress. Just atrocious. Not she is, but I'm really happy to see her here. I'm like, She's yeah. a very natural fit in a very weird way. Yes. It's like she thinks that she just fits right in uh-huh. and she doesn't quite, but like it's her right. like force of will. It's a really <laughs> you know? oh easy lift for her because right. she yeah. is required to act because obviously this show is completely scripted and made uh-huh. up, right. but it's not right. acting in the way that herself. she needs to. Also, yeah. her voice is fascinating to me. I haven't seen the OC recently enough yeah. to remember. She has like this deep voice, but she also kind of has the valley yeah. girl thing, so she kind of talks. <laughs> We're doing a lot of impressions today. <laughs> I regretted that as soon as it happened. Tings. However, I find it very annoying and very soothing at the same time. Well, it's like because she is like British and American, so it's like the accents have kind of melded. Spencer Pratt's sister like kept oh my God. putting on a British accent too during the first episode. <gasps> I know, because she was like, I'm in London. He was like, oh, but you're still speaking with an American accent. She was like, oh, I didn't want to like make people think I was pretentious. But then yeah. she kept putting on the she British on the accent. Phone, she's like, what time's the party? And we're like, what? Why did you switch back <laughs> you're and forth American. Like <laughs> Will we be watching more episodes of The Hills? Only if they do entirely focused episodes on Spencer Pratt's Hummingbirds. Oh. A lot of Hummingbirds content lots in this of episode. I was pleasantly it. surprised. Have you not seen his Hummingbirds on his Instagram? No. Even I know about this, and I don't care about Spencer Pratt. Yeah. He has, like, hummingbird hats where, like, they come mm-hmm. and feed off of his hats. He has, like, a whole backyard full he of hummingbird feeders. He has, like, little feeders. rings that he sells on his website, Yeah, his they, like, shop. eat out of his hands. He'll, like, take videos yeah. of, like, the hummingbirds. Huh. They really scrape it together, those two. Yeah, they really do. He also has a thriving crystal business. Yeah, Pratt Daddy Crystals. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You may have heard of it. Uh, you may not have. I absolutely have not had. <laughs> I feel like I'll maybe continue. It kind of made me sad where some of these people are. There, It's been a long time since the original Hills. And then, of course, they were all saying, like, we got rich, we got famous, and we were in our mid-20s, and we're just like, oh, my God, what happens right. now? And also, they're under so much scrutiny, especially Heidi and Spencer. Yeah. They said in the t- in the episode that they, like, moved to Costa Rica to get away. Yeah. They were like, we were the most hated couple. Yeah. But what made me more sad was watching people like Justin Bobby, who even I didn't watch the show. I know he was, like, a fuckboy right. on yeah. the original right. Hills right. with Audrina. He's 37 now, and they went on this day to like maybe think about rekindling I was like right maybe th- I don't I don't know do you still yeah. know doing it, this like, stuff they had a conversation but literally nothing happened it was yeah. just right. like yeah. yeah well you know I'm like divorced now and he's like <laughs> You're gonna be okay. That was the whole episode. That was the thing that The Hills does more. I think in this one episode than I've seen on any reality TV is the extended eye contact that the camera just stays on Adrena Patton. Her like her dead eyes, dead the eyes, ceiling eyes. She has ceiling eyes, and she's just staring at Justin Bobby, just like yeah. But her eye, her her like um the iris. You always see the white underneath. My like, God, hey. it's so I've never noticed no. that. Now I'm not gonna Google be able to Audrina unsee it. Patridge, eyes? ceiling eyes, ceiling <laughs> eyes. Oh my God, that's terrifying. Um, and actually, Allie Jones, who wrote about the hills, also mentioned the ceiling eyes part. Wow. wow. Now you- I'm going to have to watch another episode just <laughs> I to know. see well, that. Do you guys think that, who do you think the show is for? And like, what is MTV's demographic with this? Because like, I, I've watched the original hills and I watched Laguna Beach, but this has, I have no interest in this yeah. show. Yeah, I think 
people slightly older than us who were really into the original. But Agreed. see, I was really into the original, and I just, You like, just don't care where don't they are now. I don't care now, yeah. Because it's just like, this is boring, and I could see this on their Instagrams. I think right. they're in a weird time in their lives where they're still all figuring it out, but yet they're 10 years older, so it feels— less kind of like, oh, when you're in your mid-20s and right. blah, blah, But watching, because they're all, a, like, fully grown adults with they have kids, children yeah. and homes and stuff like that. So to watch, I don't know, I it's not for me who never watched yeah. Tales, but I also don't think it's for anybody younger who didn't catch it. No right, one right. is going to be 17 wanting to hop in and watch, like, seven 30-somethings figure out their relationships, you know? I don't know. Maybe no. I'm wrong. Do you I, think no, it's I just agree. for no one and it's going to get canceled after one season? Kind of. And also, they didn't even bring back— I mean, the, because yeah. Lauren Conrad said no, and so did Kristen Cavallari. Right. She they has her own show. Doing yeah. Things. yeah. Where's so, Lil Bosworth? You know what? Actually, she has, like, a wellness, like, female wellness company. Huh. Yeah, that sells, like, probiotics. So all the ones who are actually doing things aren't, aren't on, on the, the show. show right? Yeah. I'm, I was actually surprised that Whitney Port came back. Agreed. Yeah. Because she was, like, kind of, like, not prissy, but just very put together and, like, yeah. always had better things to do, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, you're better than this. I know. So I guess we'll tune in for a couple more episodes, I am right? kind of, like, just morbidly curious now. Yeah. Sure. Well, I mean— there was a cliffhanger. There Perez was. Hilton. We have to see. We have oh, to yeah. see Perez at the party. It's going to be Perez Hilton versus Misha Barton. See, this I do is have just to like see that. Old actually, old stuff like old feuds, old flames, dredged up ten years yeah. later. Where it's yeah. like, okay, this would have been fun ten years ago. Yep. Stay tuned for more. Okay. Before we keep going, we're going to take a quick break from our sponsors. If you're a podcast and movie fan like we are, then you need to check out Luminary. They've just launched a bunch of great original shows that you can only find on their platform, including a spinoff of our show, The Rewatchables, called The Rewatchables 1999. The Rewatchables 1999 dissects the most iconic movies from 1999, an all-time great year in film. Each episode breaks down a different movie with highly specific categories, analyzing it from every possible angle. Categories include most rewatchable scene, who won the movie, best quote, could this movie be made into a Netflix series in 2019, the Overacting Award, and many more. The series will cover American Pie, Office Space, The Matrix, and more classics from 99. The Luminary app is free to download, and you can use it to listen to thousands of podcasts, including the ones you already love, all enhanced by an easy-to-use interface with personalized content recommendations. Whether you're into movies, music, sports, comedy, or more, Luminary has the right show for you. If you love podcasts, then you need to check out Luminary. Get your first two months of access to Luminary's premium content for free when you sign up at luminary.link slash channel 33. After that, it's $7.99 per month. That's luminary.link slash channel 33 for two months of free access. Luminary.link slash channel 33. Cancel anytime. Terms apply. Okay, for our next category, this is, I think, one of our group's favorites to do. <laughs> um, this is Tea Time. Tries very hard to relate to Ringer content. This will be the easiest one we've done so far. This is our wheelhouse, you guys. It is. Um, this whole week, The Ringer on our site, theringer.com, has been publishing the 100 best moments in culture in 2019. They've done four parts. Today, on Thursday, by the time you guys are listening— one through a hundred are posted. So go check it out. Yep. Um, we're going to go through our thoughts on like the top 25. Mm-hmm. What's in the wrong order? What should be higher, lower? What did they miss? Kate, you want to start? Sure. So the way this happened, they basically like emailed a lot of the staff writers and were like, just send your favorite yeah. weird moment, like hyper specific moments <laughs> yeah. in culture for this list. We'll put them in order, et cetera. I was shocked at how many of my weird ass submissions were accepted. <laughs> mm-hmm. Things like, 
Catherine Hahn looking at Rachel Weisz. Yeah. Blonde Chris Messina. Uh, they snubbed my uh, Timothy Chalamet in a harness submission. Rude. That was the only real snub that I was like pissed wow. about. Mr. Ratburn's wedding made the list. I know. I was going to talk Times about. Legacy. Uh-huh. Um, so like, yeah, it was like just a lot of really hyper specific. Old Town Road was number one. Yes. Things like that. So, and I mean, there were some things where it was like Sophie Turner chugging wine as like sort of just the the summer of Sophie Turner and like like, yeah. like commentary yeah. on her year. Yeah. Same with Keanu Reeves. But then some things were just, like, super, super specific. So it's a fun—obviously, it, you should go check it out. It's, like, a fun whole sort of roller coaster of weird <laughs> shit and important yeah. shit. Yeah. But, yeah, I—there was one moment that I thought was too low. Yeah. And that was Kate Beckinsale and Pete Davidson making out at the hockey game. Mm. Number 26, I personally think that's top 10. Interesting. I would say it's top 20, but I don't know if I put it top 10. Yeah. That's fair. I thought um, the top 15 were definitely interesting, and I had some qualms with it. I thought the Colton Underwood from The Bachelor, Friends Jump, was Ooh. way too high. <gasps> what number is it? It's number four. Ooh, oh, wow. High. That top is five really is high. high. That's, that's very—I could see it being top 10, but, yeah. like, top five is high. That's yeah. high. Yeah. I agree. Also, I thought that Andy King, that guy from the Fire Festival oh, where he yes. does the whatever it takes, <laughs> right. and then it turned into a meme. I thought that should be higher because that was on, that was on everybody's Twitter <laughs> yeah. and Instagram. Just the Fire Fest thing in general. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was like top 50. Yeah, there was a lot of Endgame stuff. Fat Thor was on there. Yeah. Endgame in general. Meryl Streep's short girl speech from Big Little Lies was on there. Yeah. I thought that Casey Musgraves, I didn't say fucking ye, was great. <laughs> yeah. That was a really also good Also really inclusion. high, though. Yeah, really yeah, high. True. Um, Cliff Wife, huge. Huge. I'm happy you brought that up. Yes. I wrote the blurb for Cliff Wife. I you got did. to relive it. It was thrilling. Yeah. Because I hadn't glad. really looked into it beyond our on pod moment where <laughs> yeah. Kaya really just taught us about it. Took us to Cliff Wife school, per se. Yeah. And I just dove really deep into the Cliff Wife mm-hmm. canon. Mm-hmm. Um, the Wife Guy extended wife universe, guy. you yeah. could say. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Um, and it was stuff. really, it was a lot. I will say, I think Operation Varsity Blues honestly deserves to be like it. Number two or number one. Yeah. I that's truly true. believe that. I, yeah. That was, that supplied me with so much energy. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, inc- it really I'm still did. running on it. Like, yeah. it's, I, that, and that wow. was like multiple weeks of just multiple weeks. Well, it's still ongoing. And I feel like that's ongoing. taken up more of our, like, right. Yeah. And not only, like, we got the, uh, William H. Macy holding those balloons. Oh and then we also got, like, who knew Aunt Becky was so evil? You know, it was just Crazy. like there's so many great There is a lot. The Olivia Jade, facets, the, all yeah. of it. Right. Was that your favorite moment? Like, what's your one shout out? I would say that's my favorite okay. moment. Yeah. What else? The lady spinning on the helicopter. That was <laughs> really If you have not seen really that video, special. please go look it up. I but She's okay. <laughs> just for the record. She is. It's an old woman that gets taken for oh. an insane ride trying to be airlifted from a helicopter. She like, yeah, she like got sick on a hike and had to be airlifted in the helicopter like lifts her off the ground and she's hanging on a rope and she starts spinning I really can't do it justice but she gets so caught fast. in the wind and starts yeah. spinning around yeah. well, I just remember the day someone dropped it in slack I was sitting by Kate and she literally started <laughs> I was just crying was laughing. Was maybe the funniest thing I've ever seen and you know it's really in the like pop culture like mind the yeah. general mind when I sent it to my 17 year old brother like right after it <laughs> I thought right after it dropped right after it's published and he responds in an instant and is like Liz literally everyone has seen this video already and I was like okay <laughs> Love you too. <laughs> Good talk. Good talk. So go check that out on theringer.com. Yes. 
Okay, so we've been doing a lot of different experimenting in the not worth the tea category. Sometimes mm. you have to break it up into two because everyone is doing something awful. Uh, this week, we are dedicating not worth the tea to the Kardashians who mm-hmm. have had an, a particularly epic run of wow. just bad business decisions, <laughs> um, bad press, bad trademarks, bad life choices. And we are starting— uh, with something that everyone's talking about, it's Kim Kardashian's Body Foundation, which she is calling the Skin Perfecting Body Foundation. It's basically makeup for your arms, legs, and every part of the body she's advertising this for. Right. So it came from an okay place. So Kim says that she used it to cover up her psoriasis on her leg. Yes. She goes, I try to be confident and I try to not be embarrassed by it. But on right. days where I look, want to look extra glam or whatever, sure. I put this on. Obviously, she didn't invent the concept of body makeup. Every celebrity does it. Even Tanny. We talked about it on the pod, too, when Jennifer Lawrence had shiny legs. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) She didn't invent it, but the way that she's advertising for it um, is really problematic because— just let some part of us be. Like, yes. just let us be. Let us, like, like, there has uh, to be just an inch of our skin that is just, that, like, yeah, natural. Right, like, exactly. Looks. And you watch the videos that she created for press for this, and it's this pretty tiny bottle and a brush. <laughs> and you have to literally paint your entire body. And she paints, like, you know, from head to toe. Yeah. Like, aren't you going to sweat it off? Or, like, there are so many problems with it. Aren't you going to sweat it off? Aren't you going to get it on everything you sit on, pass exactly. by, every put, everything you put on your body, every, clo- like, piece of clothing, yeah. the couch, the whatever. Couch. And then also, you know, the bottle is small and expensive. Right. You know, Kim, we have jobs. I already spend time on doing my makeup on my face yeah. and my hair. Liz and my- doesn't even wash her legs. How is she supposed to put makeup on them? Oh. Okay, that was kind of rude. But I do agree. <laughs> I do agree. That yeah. is absolutely not worth the tea. And that wasn't even, like, the worst of it. The worst it of it. truly was Because not. Kim came out with a new body shaping line. Mm-hmm. Watch out, Spanx. <laughs> it's called Kimono because Kim nice. did it. Nice. Right? Uh Um, So she trademarked the word kimono, which is a Japanese word for, like, their traditional clothing. Mm -hmm. And apparently, well, people obviously were incensed about this because, like, she's a culture vulture. Like, she's known for being a culture vulture. And I think one of the websites called this out with using a photo of her in box braids. Uh Yeah. (laughs) Sure did. There are a lot of them out there. And I was like, that was sneaky, and I love it. But it's just like— Think about it, maybe. Right. Think about it for two seconds. Just because your name has Kim in it doesn't <laughs> mean that you have the authority to claim every single thing, no matter every culture, every like exactly. part of the world. It's actually yours. unbelievable that people sat in a meeting and nobody raised their hand and oh was my like, God. we right. can't we, do this. We talk sometimes, she's evil, but she's smart. And <laughs> right. yet, she's, right. she has but this is not a smart. bunch of people working for her, and none of them were like, we can't it's, trademark the word kimono. Yeah. Right. yeah. Well, it just reminds me of like, remember when Taylor Swift did the um, similar homecoming uh, oh yeah, lines yeah. earlier yeah. this year. Just things it's, like it's that. It's literally like that. Just, just like like one person raised their deep. hand in a meeting. One, right. Exactly. And right. it's just like no. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, not good. Not a good look, Kim. Also, another Kardashian trademark uh, fiasco. So Kylie Minogue, the, the Australian singer, she is launching her own brand of makeup, simply called Kylie, mm-hmm. and she is actually part of the reason why Kylie Jenner lost her bid to trademark the name (laughs) Kylie, which is kind of hilarious. So I guess she is—she's coming for the Kylie 
cosmetics Beauty. line. Yeah. yeah. I'm so, really happy that she lost that because for once it's like some 21 year old doesn't get to just run in like with hundreds of millions of dollars behind her back right. and be like, oh, this, this is mine now. You know right. 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 Kylie Minogue is like really popular, like really yeah. established. And she's, she's had a whole long career that spans Kylie Jenner's entire lifetime. Right. right. And like she's self-made. Kris Jenner can't do everything. You know, she really can't. We've learned that this week. We have. Yeah. Last thing in this category, Kardashian-related, Alex Rodriguez and Kylie Jenner are quote-unquote feuding um, because A-Rod, just incredible run from A-Rod. This is so funny. He was in an interview with Sports Illustrated talking about the Met Gala, and he said he was describing his table at the Met Gala. Just a real run of failures here. Yeah. First of all, he said, we had a great table. The black guy from The Wire. <laughs> Idris Elba, yeah, and his new wife. Then he said, some famous singer next to me. I don't know what her name is. Uh, Versace, Donatella, which I, unclear if he thinks that's the singer. Yeah. Unclear. We had Kylie and Kendall, and we had an Asian gentleman from Crazy Rich Asians, the lead. Oh, and my then he, God. So this was, How long does it take you to Google? It's unbelievable, honestly. Um, J-Lo's having a shit fit at home. Yeah. How dare you? So the real problem, that well, not the real problem, but the one that blew up was that he said, Kylie was talking about Instagram and her lipstick and how rich she is. So he said that in an interview. So Kylie quote tweeted uh, people basically talking about this and said, um, no, I didn't. We only spoke about Game of Thrones with the facepalm emoji. <laughs> The quickest dial back in history <laughs> for Amazing. He backtracked so quick. He said, OMG, that's right, at Kylie Jenner. It was me talking about you and your makeup line and how much my girls love you. Hashtag GOD. Oh Hashtag God. respect. Hashtag all love. This is Aaron. the best thing. Stand your fucking ground, it's first of all. So incredible. J-Lo walked into his room and was like, "You, this is what you and need to say. slapped him across the right face. Now. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, it's just like... A-Rod, are you kidding? You know what I hate? It's like, A-Rod, you don't need to be scared of Kylie like, Jenner. She is like a baby compared to no. you. And also, you are an, like an athlete with like some real, yeah. you know. Listen, if he can call Idris Elba the black guy from The Wire, he can say whatever the fuck <laughs> he wants about Kylie Jenner. That's not the apology we need from you, right. A-Rod. Exactly. You did a lot of other questionable things right, in this interview. Right, right, right. Oh, my oh, God. Tough. <laughs> Okay, we are ending, as always, with Tea Time's most unanswerable question of the week. You guys, if you have any thoughts and you have answers or opinions, tweet us. Amelia, what's the handle? At Tea Time underscore 33. Nice. Do you ask every time because you don't know it? Um, No. I was just, she's our social team. Just, out, just curious. <laughs> I was like, Kate? it's really easy, Liz. We're about to end the pod. Please be nice to me. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, Amelia, you go first. What's your question? Okay, so last week we talked a little bit about The View and Whoopi Goldberg and her feud with Bella Thorne. Uh-huh. Yeah. There actually is a new View feud that is. <laughs> There's always oh, yeah, a I know. It's um, Sunny Hostin, who I really like, versus Bethany from The Real Housewives. And Liz and I both started <laughs> Sunny Hostel. Oh, we're gonna <laughs> engage in a dialogue about I'm this. Sorry. Who it's okay. It's she's she's just time. like a lawyer journalist. Okay. Um, and and like I guess she was at like some beach in New York with Beth. Well, Bethany was there as well. It must be like some private rich person's beach, mm-hmm. I sure. think. And I guess Bethany yelled at her kids, and Sunny was like, "You can't yell at my kids." And then they've been feuding, which is incredible because Bethany is scary. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. Sunny is like. I'm going to confront you. The Honestly, feud? that's great. That's such a normal person feud. That's like why like yeah. my mom's yeah. friends will feud because yeah. one of them yelled at the other one's yeah, kids. That's yeah, true. Exactly. I love that. <laughs> so your question is why oh. don't more people watch? Yeah, why don't more people like younger watch The View? It's actually, I, it's a very informative show mm-hmm. and it's funny and you get to hear like 
Meghan McCain bring up her father like yeah. all the time. I mean, I'm out on that. Here's my <laughs> thoughts on it. I think there are so many problems and so many people fighting all the time sure. everywhere that do I want to tune in to watch older women fight on television yes. with each other on like pretty um in like on topics that uh, include abortion yeah. and what's going on in politics and right. things that are really hot topics that a lot of people have and they call them on. hot topics. Do they? Yeah, they do. That, the view. Come do. on, if I can think of that in <laughs> Honestly, one second, sitting here. <laughs> My take is that like if there's anything worth seeing, I'll see it on YouTube. Yeah, like I don't. If need they're to watch. just always fighting, Amelia. Do you want that in your life? Yes. She does. She really does. <laughs> you live for the drama. <laughs> what can I say? My question is, will Tea Time as a collective whole be on board with Ryan Murphy's new Netflix musical prom? It's going to come out in fall of 2020, so maybe we'll all be enemies by then. But uh, <laughs> wow. they're starting to drop some info on it. So he's uh, Ryan Murphy is adapting the Tony Award-nominated musical for Netflix. Uh, so far, the people attached are Meryl Streep, Nicole Kidman, James Corden, Aquafina, Michael Key, and Andrew Rennell wow. from Girls. Ariana Grande was originally attached, but uh-huh. then she dropped it to do more sweetener dates oh. um, on her tour. So anyway, I need to get you guys' opinion. So for those who don't know, the musical follows Emma. She's a lesbian teen from small town Indiana. Kate, shout out Indiana. Thank you. Oh. Also Ryan Murphy, Indiana native. Great. Is he really? Mm-hmm. Oh. IU alum. So she, go. Emma, this lesbian teen from a small town, uh, <laughs> wants to bring her girlfriend to prom and a cavalry of formerly famous Broadway stars make it their mission for her to succeed after reading this mm. play online. So Streep, Meryl Streep and James Corden will be playing the two failing playwrights whose latest production on Eleanor Roosevelt failed. Like, I don't know what to do with all this info. I can't picture Meryl Streep as, like, a failing anything. It's true. Yeah. So that will be Did difficult. you know that Keegan-Michael Key is going to play her love interest? Wow. What? He's playing the principal. That's yeah. her love interest? Yeah. Meryl Streep okay. and Keegan-Michael Meryl. Key. Sure, why not? All right, I know. get um, it. Andrew Grodaro messaged me, and he was like, what do you know about this? Do you want to blog about it? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I have to tell you, like, when I saw prom adaptation, I, the first thing I thought of was the movie with Amy Teagarden from Friday Night Lights. What? Did you guys see that? No. It was like a horrible teen movie about prom. <laughs> anyway, I love musicals, and I'm, like, very into theater, and I yeah. have never heard of this. Same. So, yeah, no, I mean, never. I'm in. I'm definitely in. I trust Ryan Murphy, and yeah. I yeah, trust yeah. Meryl Streep. I trust everyone involved here, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, agreed. I sometimes, when you have so many heavy hitters, like, loses a little bit because you're just kind of— dist- I'm distracted, like, the entire time. Uh-huh. Sure. Every time Meryl shows up on Big Little Lies, I can't focus. Same, same. <laughs> I cannot yes. focus. That's so funny. Um, but I think this can't fail, right? I mean, I, I don't, don't think so. Either way, Netflix so. can't admit that it fails, so it's going to do true. Like, really That's well. That's true. Exactly. That yeah. is true. 70,000 million people right. watched it. This is it. the most <laughs> watched ever views ever. <laughs> Amelia, are you on board with prom? Yeah, I like musicals, and I like Ryan Murphy, and— yeah, why but not? I don't have to leave my house to watch it. Like, pros? these are all— It's all pros. Yeah, yeah. pro-prom. Okay, we're ending, Kate, with you. <laughs> this week, a picture came out of Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> you know, in all his dad bod glory, mm-hmm. um, on a beach where he was playing beach volleyball in Malibu. And he was photographed just being smacked in the face with the volleyball. <laughs> his form, We've all I have been questions. There. Yikes. Um, first of all, I've been trying for years to start a ringer volleyball yeah, team. Yeah, nice. um, So this is a topic near and dear to my heart. First of all, his— Fingers are laced together, <laughs> and he, like, is looking like he's going to, like, hammer down. <laughs> like a tomahawk. Yeah, <laughs> which is not a thing. And he just truly is getting hit in the face with this, this volleyball. So my question is, do we think Leo could be me slash anyone in the world <laughs> at beach volleyball? I'm going to say no. 
I I just played beach volleyball beach volleyball this past weekend. Did you actually play? I did oh play goodness. a little bit. Uh-huh. Wasn't that good? Um, but do you feel like you're better than Leo? Based on he's also kicking it in the other picture. <laughs> so wow. yes, right? Like my arms really hurt. Half the time it goes a different direction. But like yeah. getting hit in the face of the volleyball requires so little hand eye coordination that yes. I feel as though I, a human being with somewhat decent <laughs> eyesight, could possibly beat him. I agree. Right? I agree. Amelia, what do you think? Yeah, I think so. And I just. <laughs> Sorry. Like, he is just going different directions he with his is. body. Is. And also— His body is doing something different than his mind. 100%. Yeah. And then, apparently, according to the Daily Mail, guess who was there on the beach with Leo? Camilla? Camilla? No, we just talked about them. Who? Who? Oh, Dakota Johnson? Who? Robin Thicke and April Love Geary. No! Yes! If Leo, Leo do better. If Leonardo DiCaprio no. was present for this baby toddler eating flaming hot Cheetos, I will come after oh him. Oh my god! Wow! I with gonna, a vengeance. May, maybe they mistook his girlfriend for the baby. <laughs> but I'm sure that Sorry. Wow. Again, we always end apologizing to our listeners. Like, oh. sorry and thank you for listening. <laughs> this has been another beautiful episode of Tea Time. Thank you, Kaya, our producer. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Alwal, and I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. 